Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Lisa Stroda. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Tell Me Your Story. I hope you get some motivation, inspiration, and value from this podcast. You can find me at lswellnessqc.com, where you can sign up for my newsletter, and you can get a dose of weekly inspiration, along with an audio file about five people who persevered and got the lives they wanted. I look forward to connecting with you on the Tell Me Your Story Facebook page, and you can find me on Instagram at Tell Me Your Story Podcast. Send me a message and take a picture of your podcast player listening to us and tag me on your Instagram stories, and I'll be happy to repost you. I'm excited to chat with Aaron about the injury and healing method that inspired him to become a yoga instructor and nurse, why it's important to revise your business goals, and what helps an entrepreneur stay motivated while building a business. Aaron Howard is the founder of Howard Health Quarters. He is a registered nurse, certified yoga instructor, and video producer. Welcome, Aaron, to the Tell Me Your Story podcast. Hey, woo, it's good to be here. I love it. Awesome, awesome. Um, I know you're, re- as we're recording this, you are at home and yes. we might hear, yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about that, about what yeah. we might be hearing in the background? Well, well, well. I don't know. For those of you listening that know the Quad Cities, we had a, a derecho, a derecho. A, I don't know how you pronounce it exactly, but yeah. mm-hmm. basically it was a hurricane that swept through the Midwest here. Uh, but long story short, a tree fell on our house. Uh, it rained for six days, rain coming into our house, and we had to tear out walls, wow. our flooring, and ceiling and our kitchen we have no kitchen all you know the countertops and everything is out but now we have to rebuild yeah so we have to rebuild now so now there's people here that are rebuilding reconstructing and putting up drywall so uh you might hear some banging and some sawing and i don't Mm -hmm. know whatever else they need to do (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, we'll just we'll just roll with the punches. Well, <laughs> so yeah. so yeah. So, Aaron, tell me how did you become a yoga instructor, and you know what prompted you to do that and become a registered yeah. nurse? Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll tell you about the yoga instructor first um it's a long story but i try to keep it as short as i possibly can um i became a certified yoga instructor uh basically because i suffered a an injury uh Mm -hmm. it was a low back injury rupturing my l4 l5 lumbar and the injury was so severe i was hardly able to walk i was in in an extreme amount of pain 24 7 um, pain medications weren't even touching the pain. They were just more making me sick. Um, 
went to many physical therapists appointments and uh, they kind of you know instructed me what I should be doing how I should be moving which was very limited things um, and then I went to a couple chiropractors and I saw one that did active release technique and uh, mm-hmm. What had happened is my nerve damage had been so bad down my legs, I had drop foot, and my muscles had just pretty much locked up. But uh, they were able to do some manual therapy and loosen up my muscles and get some blood th- uh, flowing through. At least my muscles uh, provided a little bit more relief. Uh, but out of everything, nothing really got me back to 100%. And I was you know, coming out of college, just being a collegiate athlete, active my whole life in sports, um, and just doing a lot of training at that time too. And, uh, I wasn't mm-hmm. able to do anything. So I was definitely depressed. Yeah. Um, that's I quite a change. Living. A huge change. Mm-hmm. And so, um, one of my, uh, girlfriends at the time reached out and she said, you should do yoga. You should try it. And I said, well, I don't know about that. That seems like it's for <laughs> women and, and girls, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. She's like, no, it might help, you know, especially with your back. There's some um, poses that, you know, that are in yoga that can help with that kind of thing. So I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So I went to this class and it was a hot yoga class. And I'm talking wow. about 110 <laughs> degrees, 85% humidity. I mean, you walk in there and you're sweating <laughs> instantly. Oh my gosh, what is this? Uh, So I went, it was an hour and a half practice too. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm sitting there sweating, you know, Mm -hmm. going through torture. And uh, at the end, we did a meditation and final relaxation. And Mm -hmm. I just remember the feeling that gave me, I'm like, wow, you know, like, although that was like one of the hardest things I've encountered ever done or experienced uh it feels good to be here right now and knowing that you know i made it all the way through to here and so um you know just that kind of um sparked some inspiration and motivation inside of me to keep going so i went again and i felt better and i went again i started noticing that my pain was starting to decrease and i went again and i started noticing i was able to move in certain ways Mm -hmm. I was never able to, and after a while, um, and it kind of seemed like it was fast, but uh, I was able to be back to where I once was, you know, and not only was I 100%, I was like 150%, you know, like (laughs) I was playing basketball again, moving, and, you know, my agility, my quickness, my speed. Uh, my mental focus, concentration, my reaction time, everything had just improved immensely. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how did I not know about this or discover this when I was in high school or even before that? I would have been such a better athlete and maybe even a better person. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I mean, it changed my life. And you know, I was going religiously to classes two, three times a day. Um, and people are like, why don't wow. you teach? You have such good energy and you're so positive. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, maybe, maybe I should teach, you know, like not more so about the money. Cause I mean, a lot, everyone knows there's not really a lot of money in yoga. You know, if you're doing yoga mm-hmm. uh, or teaching it, it should be about 
uh, contributing and giving back and making an, an impact, not so much the making money off of it. Otherwise, I feel you're in it for the wrong thing. But, um, you know, I felt that I could be an mm -hmm. example and a leader to other young men, especially like me, because in the Quad Cities at that time, there wasn't a lot of men instructors. And so I uh -huh. thought I could be an example to other young men, especially or even, you know, older men that, hey, this is for everyone and uh, mm -hmm. this can help you. So, uh, yeah, that's what led me to become a certified yoga instructor. And how long have you been a yoga instructor? Oh, my gosh. Probably for, I don't know, quite some no, 10, 12 been... years, maybe. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so. yeah. So, and then what prompted you to become a nurse was... Mm -hmm. <laughs> did you uh, oh go ahead no no yeah i i uh, was gonna say it was um it was a lot of things at that time um i was interested in um disease and uh you know mm -hmm. i was married before and my ex-wife was um going to school to become a registered nurse and um i was always listening to her read about stuff and, you know, reading her um, textbooks and just finding just fascinating information. And at that time, I was actually learning more about autoimmune disease. My mother uh, was diagnosed with uh, type 1 diabetes as well as lupus um, and Hashimoto's mm -hmm. and about every other autoimmune disease you can, you know, list in the book. Uh and then also my sisters at the same time were diagnosed with the same kind of things, fibromyalgia, um, you know, um, just all kinds of autoimmune disorders. And uh -huh. so, you know, as I'm reading all these nursing textbooks and, you know, just discovering more about health, I actually started learning about, um, you know, what is the root cause of this autoimmune disease? You know, why? why do people get sick? So I started um, investigating and uh, learning about uh, concentrated feeding operations and how our food is um, mass produced and what those uh, operations look like. And, you know, I was looking at things and, you know, industrialized farming where there's just herds of cattle just contained in one small area and they're, you know, mm -hmm living on top of each other. So of course they're pooping and peeing on top of each other. They're eating that. They have to be injected with antibiotics because yeah. of that, which, you know, over, over time we know that suppresses the immune system. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this meat that we are eating, I found like, Oh, this is toxic. And then they're injected with steroids and all this other stuff. I'm like, Ooh, I probably shouldn't be eating that. And then I started learning about, uh, nutrition. And I started finding mm -hmm. um, our, our nutrition was not the best either. Um, and so when I was studying this, um, I actually went back to school and I started studying organic chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was just in the laboratory, you know, just doing these studies and taking red blood cells and testing them against, you know, different kinds of chemicals and things that we even find in food. And I was seeing that, you know, oh, wow, like these blood cells and things are becoming denatured and, 
you know, like this is causing this reaction. Like this can't be good if we're eating this. Like this is not, I don't know if this is right. So mm-hmm. then um, I was like, you know what? I need to learn more about pathophysiology. So I'm going to go to school and get a nursing degree. <laughs> that way I'll know more and then I can better be educated about how I go about interpreting, you know, my findings and what, what I know to people who I can maybe help in the future, you know, whether mm-hmm. as a nurse or whatever it was, but, um, uh-huh. you know, I, I thought that would be a good venture for me. And plus think the fact too, a lot of people tell me, Oh, Aaron, you're not smart enough to be a nurse. You're, you don't, you're not organized. You, you're, you have ADD and you're, you're too hyper for that. And uh, I love when people tell me too, I can't do something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same. I'm the same a, a, a way, Aaron. <laughs> I'm the same way. Underestimate me, please. Do that because yeah, you'll right. find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll find yeah. out fast. <laughs> so yeah, um, and I and I tell you, yeah, yeah, and um, uh, and you. I was gonna say you be- it, Go ahead. Oh, I was just. Um, you became a nurse. And I could see how all of these are connected with, um, with the, the injury with, and then yoga and mindset, and then learning all of these, uh, you know, learning all about food and nutrition. I've spoken to quite a few people who have told me that they've gone through, uh, you know, the route of medications and, and things like that, and then discovered well, what we call functional medicine, and mm-hmm. it's just the different way of thinking, and um, and put you know what you put in your body is is important, and how it affects your body. And a lot of them have said, told me that they've tried, they've changed their nutrition, and that has really improved their health, and how surprised they were. That thinking, oh, it's the food that I'm putting in my body. It would be, it was just the food that I was putting in my body. <laughs> um, well, yeah, absolutely. And it's really, yeah, I think, I, I think we're so used to just, you know, getting a pill. Oh, you know, this will just fix this. And I think nutrition and changing your nutrition, it's more, I want to say that's, it's more of a, that's more of a, like a marathon type of thing where in the in it's it's lengthy it takes time um Mm -hmm. it's not the quick fix but definitely not the quick fix yeah and it takes a lot of discipline Mm -hmm. yeah and you know i i I try to tell people and you you know use the metaphor you know think about your 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 car you know what fuels your car gas you know what keeps it lubricated and running oil you know well what what keeps the body fueled you know well i guess what you eat right so if you put corroded gas and toxic oil and corroded clogged you know clotted oil into your car is it gonna run good probably not the best right same thing with Mm -hmm. with your food you know you have to think what fuels you um, you know, yeah, it could either be bad or good. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a hard thing for some people to understand, but 
Yeah, and it takes a lot to uh, change behaviors that have been, you know, that have you have been doing, you know, for years. And um, but you mentioned that becoming a yoga instructor that most people do it because they want to give back. And so Mm -hmm. can you tell me how you came up with community yoga? Because I know that's one of the ways that you give back to the Quad City area. Yeah. um, That is something that has actually been a lot of fun. And, and it is a way that I felt that I could give back, you know, um, there is a lot of yoga studios around here, um, which mm-hmm. is great. But um, community yoga is what I um, originated. And, you know, the whole idea was let's get in front of people who maybe can't, one, afford to take a yoga class. I mean, you take a yoga class, it's at least, I say, 10, 12, 15 bucks at the minimum for a class, you know. Not everyone mm-hmm. has, you know, that kind of budget. Um, and also, how can I bring people together to do something that we all enjoy? Um, and then also bring the community together as well. And so um, I'm like, okay, I can offer free community yoga. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started... Uh, hosting these events and um the first event i had seven people show up to come do some yoga with me on the river and it was great you know we had a good time and everyone that day thought we had accomplished something pretty big (laughs) and uh and i thought it was great and so we did it again you know a month or two later and we had about 25 people that came Mm-hmm. We're like, oh wow, that's that's awesome. And then uh, we did a third event, and then about fifty people came, and then another event, and then you know, hundred people came, and then two hundred, and mm-hmm. then we had three hundred people come in, and it just kept growing, you know. Um, uh-huh. And and so, uh, what was nice about the free community yoga is, you know, I was able to bring a lot of the local businesses along with me on that platform. And mm-hmm. we found it was a great platform for local businesses to advertise their company, their services, um, you know, especially, you know, health oriented businesses um, to come and support a group of people who are interested in improving their lifestyle, whether it be, you know, through nutrition or what it, whether it be financially, you know, um, there's all kinds mm-hmm. of vendors that we have. We have loan officers. We have, um, you know, uh, we have people who own gyms as well. But we have uh, insurance agents. We have hair salons. Um, we have uh, clothing vendors. So uh, there's a wide variety of businesses, local businesses that come out uh, to support mm-hmm. this whole uh, movement. And it's fantastic. Yeah, and all those things uh, impact our health. And sometimes we don't think that they do, but if you're, you know, if 
if, if someone's look, like, why is an insurance agent at a yoga inv- event? Well, because these financial things, you know, thinking about your future and, and insurance and thinking about your life, all these, th- all these things impact, you know, they can create stress. And we know yes. how that impacts the, yeah. So well, that's the number one killer in America or mm-hmm. period everywhere. Stress, stress is what kills us. Mm-hmm. So like you yeah. said, you know, think about the financial stress. I mean, that, I mean, in itself is just a burden, you know, like think about having to, you know, live day to day and, you know, like just getting by and just everything that life throws at you, like a tree falling on your house and, Mm-hmm. water flooding and your walls having to be torn out <laughs> yeah 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 and so but, and uh, and of course the pandemic and being isolated and ugh. uh too how now how did you deal with community i mean community yoga uh mm-hmm. you are they is everyone i'm assuming socially distance there's uh enough room and of and can you tell us base how does yoga help with mindset especially during this time of the pandemic and yeah being isolated sure well, i'll answer i'll answer your first question yeah so uh we're fortunate enough to uh be working with the iowa select volleyball club uh they own and run the volleyball factory uh, on the west end of davenport and this place is huge Lisa, I mean, it mm-hmm. is huge. The ceilings are probably 40 feet, 40, 50 feet tall. Uh, I mean, it's as big as a as a football field. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. huge. Uh, so uh, coming into there, social distancing and, you know, keeping distance isn't an issue at all. We also uh, mm-hmm. cap the, the and limit the um, amount of attendees for each of mm-hmm. these events, too. Uh, the capacity uh-huh. of that uh, that that place can hold is about I think fifteen or seventeen hundred people, and we allow three hundred people, so it's a fraction of the amount of people uh-huh. that it can actually hold. Um, and then we tell people, you know, obviously use your best judgment. You know, um, if you're feeling sick or ill, please don't come. If you are apprehensive, wear a mask or do whatever you feel is best to protect yourself and others. Um, you make mm-hmm. that decision, but you know, we're no one's boss to be telling each other what we should do. We should just encourage each other to do what they feel is best and to not live in fear. And I think, you know, when you ask mm-hmm. about how does yoga help with the mindset, you know, I think yoga definitely uh, is a tool to help clear our minds, especially if any, negativity um anything that doesn't serve us you know such as this pandemic it's a way Mm -hmm. to cope with stress it's a way to cope um with loss it's a way to cope with depression anything that makes you feel ill or at Mm dis-ease or diseased yoga can 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 improve can improve this so getting out and doing something healthy for your mind, your body, and your spirit, this is something good. Um, Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with getting out and being around a crowd where you're practicing social distancing and moving your body and partaking in something that's awesome. 
uh, for uh-huh. you. So um, we should be encouraging, uh, you know, healthy activity, especially at times like this, you know, when people are isolated or being quarantined, you know, we need to be out and about. We need to be active. We need sunlight, you know, uh, we need mm-hmm. to uh, have that vitamin D to be, you know, naturally produced within us with that sunlight and sweating in the sun. We need to be breathing mm-hmm. fresh air uh, to help uh, with that healthy uh, tissue perfusion and oxygenation to our vital organs, you know, our heart, uh, especially because we see a lot of heart disease. That's the number one in our uh, disease in America, um, you know, the liver, yes. the kidneys. This is good for us. Um, activity is good for us. You know, I don't know if there's anyone out there that would tell you that exercise is bad. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah but uh we yeah. want to <laughs> but we want to encourage yeah. it we want to encourage this because it's important you know when mm-hmm. we're when we are stationary and still you know we see uh the side the side effects of that you know lower amounts mm-hmm. of dopamine and, neuro, and you know neurotransmitters uh you know don't function uh, as they would, you know, dopamine, serotonin, uh, norepinephrine, all these uh, healthy neurotransmitters and brain chemicals and chemicals that are produced in our gut to keep our immune system healthy. Uh, you know, we need to be doing things that encourage this kind of uh, synthesis. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now, I've seen you on Facebook Live um, broadcasting from Community Yoga and introducing the uh, the sponsors <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, and I know you're you know you that you have a a video film business production uh, business and so how did that what was the motivation for starting that I mean <laughs> yoga yeah. and and uh, and and now this and on top of it so uh, if you could tell me about that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, when we, uh, started Howard health quarters, um, it was basically, um, we did it via video. Um, we, you know, met and talked about how am I going to tell people what I do? And at that time, uh, what Howard health quarters was originally designed to be is not anything what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, business plan changed about four or five, six, seven times, uh, which is fine. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think all business plans can change. You should never just rely on one business plan. You should always look to change, improve, and evolve as things come. Um, and that's what's happened with Howard Health Quarters. But um, I, uh, we, as we were discussing, you know, how do we uh, tell people what we do? I'm a, I'm just one person. I'm a small, you know, business, obviously now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I had a, a buddy of mine. We were working uh, for a local doctor. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're like, you know what? Let's, let's um, take what we've done there and just, you know, do something different. The way, you know, let's throw some different ideas. And so what, he started following me around with the video camera. And I'm making mm-hmm. all these videos and talking about stuff and people like started, you know, engaging in what I was doing. And, uh, you know, people are like, Oh, you're so funny on camera. Oh, you're so good. dude! I love watching you. And 
people started sharing my my video content and um so people started recognizing what I was doing and then um you know we were just doing so much video and that's kind of how we grew the business is through video and then other people were talking messaging me and asking me Aaron you know like how do you do this video and I want to do what you're doing you know like or I want to be on your platform and how can I you know showcase my product or my business you know like you do through video you know and how can I do it on your Mm -hmm. platform and I'm like I'm like oh that's a great question and so I'm like huh we should be doing Facebook live so I I, we started doing Facebook lives and we invested in some software and some production equipment that you know I didn't see anyone else around here using and Mm -hmm. um, it was a really cool way to go live using you know multiple cameras using microphones wireless microphones and all this really cool stuff you know how you could bring up logos and lower thirds on the screen and you know uh-huh. um, but I had to learn all this you know and I was teaching you know my videographer like how to use the software so we were learning all this together and then um, just working with him hand in hand on things and other projects he once asked me hey will you help me film this project and I'm like yeah I can help you so he gave me one of his cameras and we went around shooting and he looked at my footage and he called me up and he said dude I can't believe what I'm looking at right now. I'm like, whoa, man. Like, what? What did I do? Did I mess up? He's like, no. He's like, dude, everything you shot is like amazing. He said, I'm not using anything I shot. I'm using all your footage to edit this video I'm putting together. I'm like, oh, cool, man. He said, dude, you should think about, you know, doing video. I'm like, you mean like, you know, like shooting video like you? He's like, yeah. I said, yeah, but then you got to edit it and stuff. He said, yeah, but he said, I, I have a feeling you'd be okay editing. You would, you'd learn it. And so I said, all right. So um, I started, I did a couple more projects with me. And then my wife, who's a realtor, she mm-hmm. was um, beginning to get really busy in her business. And uh, we found a, a really great way to market her listings and to sell homes was to do it through video marketing the way we grew uh-huh. Howard Health Quarters. Well, now we can use that same model for her and apply it to her business for real estate. So I started um, filming her homes. Um, and at that time I had minimal equipment, you know, I was just using what I knew. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is kind of funny, you know, um, you know, I had like a little gimbal and I was just using my cell phone and things like that. And, uh, but I was producing these little videos, um, for Kate and people were loving them and, you know, people were actually calling her and wanting her to list with her because they saw these videos and I started doing more videos with her and I I was doing more videos with him. And, and then eventually, you know, people started asking me, Aaron, can you do a video for me? And I'm like, I sure. I mean, I don't know what that looks like. And I did it. And, um, it turned out really well. And then I started, people started reaching out more and then I just started investing in more production equipment and, you know, high quality equipment yeah. that, you know, it could take me to the next level. Uh, given that, you know, I was putting in the time, you know, I was, I was learning editing and uh, mm-hmm. before I knew it, I mean, my, my videographer's like, dude, you don't need me to do anything. He said, you, you're, he's like, you're better than me. I, I have nothing to do. You know, he's just, he's, he's really good at, you know, pumping me up and everything but no I mean it was a learning experience and I just found a love for it it was a way to be creative and um 
I found out that I'm really good also at not just showcasing people's products or business, but I'm good at storytelling through video. Uh-huh. And um, I, you know, um, I've been told I have a unique way of telling people's stories and, you know, getting messages across. And so, um, yeah, it just started to grow very slowly. But then when COVID hit, then it really kind of took off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So how does an entrepreneur keep motivated when building a business? That's a, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I think what keeps you motivated is what keeps you passionate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to be motivated to wake up and go to a job that I don't really care to go to that might be not, you know, not might not value me the way I see I need to be valued or might not pay me the way I want, or I might have to deal with negative people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Yeah. Like, um, I don't, I don't want to ever have to answer to anyone else. I don't ever want to be on anyone else's schedule. You know, I want to live my life on my time, my schedule and do pretty much what I want to do the way I want to do it. Um, in a positive and meaningful way, of course, but you know, having that freedom is priceless. There's no amount of money mm-hmm. that someone could offer to pay me that I would stop being an entrepreneur and take a job under um, someone else or a company. You know, I might partner with other people or companies, but um, again, having that freedom is priceless. And that's what motivates me <laughs> to keep yeah. trying to find business. It's, it's hard as a small business person. And, and quite frankly, it's even a little bit more difficult as a black owned business owner, you know, um, mm-hmm. um, and I don't like to bring up anything like racial, anything racial or political, but it, it is what it is. But especially in times like mm-hmm. this, I mean, for a lot of small business owners, it's hard uh, for us. But um, what pushes me is things like this challenges, you know, when I'm challenged, uh-huh. like I said, Hey, tell me that I can't do something and I'm going to show you, you know, <laughs> kind of like challenge mm-hmm. me. Great. That's what I love. Mm-hmm. And I think that this whole COVID-19 and um, I think that, you know, all the challenges that have been presented before us have, have really motivated me. And that's how I've stayed motivated as an entrepreneur. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm hearing from you that the challenge motivates you and going back to your why and why you are doing this why you why are you an entrepreneur um is what motivates you too for the freedom yes. of doing that and and like it's like a touchstone it, it sounds like that you, if things get a little you know rough you go back to your why why am i doing this and that uh motivates you to go on um right like but, um why am I doing this? Because I get to wake up when I want. Like, yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> you said you have the freedom. Yeah. You have freedom to, yeah. to, and yeah. Yeah. So how, how important is it to have a supportive spouse when building a business? How important is it to have a supportive spouse when owning a business? 
owning a business, and building a business. Yeah. yeah. Building a business. Um, my wife just happened to walk into the room right now and I'm looking at her <laughs> lovely eyes. <laughs> um, that's a really good question because I tell you what, um, it is, it will make a night and day difference uh, whether you have a supportive spouse or not. I mean, my wife has been the backbone of Howard Health Quarters. Um, without her support, it you know, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, you know, just to have her to believe mm-hmm. in me that I could make a change, you know, that's it was huge for me. And that's what she told me. She said, Aaron, you need to be doing something more. You're so much more than just sitting in a doctor's office, you know, working for someone uh-huh. else. You're you have so much more to give and you know, and mm-hmm. she really is what pushed me to be like, you know what, yeah, I need to believe more in myself and I she is right. And so um, you know, she was that driving factor. And then, of course, everything that we've been through, you know, and there's been a lot of ups and downs, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. but she's been there with me throughout the whole way and, you know, helping to do whatever, you know, we could do together. And the thing is, like, so not only, you know, does she help me with Howard Health Quarters, you know, um, she, we also help each other with our other businesses, her and I own a couple other businesses together. Oh, did you mm-hmm. hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So her and I own a couple mm-hmm. other businesses together. And, you know, I, again, I, you heard me talk about how I helped her with her real estate and other mm-hmm. things, but you know, um, it just goes a long way when you have a partner, mm-hmm. you know, like more than just a spouse, but when you have a partner with you, that is with you by your side through everything. I mean, it mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. It really does. It makes what you do easier, you know? Yes. It really does. Mm-hmm. And so is there anything else that you would like to mention? Do you um, want to talk a little bit about the kindness tour? And... The kindness tour? Oh, I love the kindness tour. Yeah, and you talked to oh, oh, yeah you you talked about uh, you talked about being a, a young man and that you wished you had someone like a, a, like you are now to you know uh, influence and uh, motivate uh, you like as you know as a teenager or uh, elementary school. Uh, child so is tell me is that where like how did the kindness tour come up did was that did that have anything to do with creating that um you know a little bit Mm -hmm. um but that was kind of something that just kind of sprouted out of nowhere what happened was uh the geneseo schools elementary schools were um doing a kindness week and they're celebrating uh-huh. kindness. And they knew from my Facebook page that I'm a yoga instructor and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And they asked, they said, hey, would you want to come and do a school assembly for us and, you know, teach the kids a little bit of yoga and give them a kindness message along with it? And I'm like, uh, uh. 
sure you know like sure. i've never done that before <laughs> i was like you know what <laughs> yeah i mean like i guess i could teach you yoga and you know talk about kindness and get these kids fired up you know i'm pretty good at that and so we went into these schools <laughs> yeah because that isn't up <laughs> that isn't up your alley aaron at all i don't know no no <laughs> not at all not at all not at all <laughs> So uh, it was hilarious. I walk into the school and there's, you know, 300 kids, you know, looking at me. Actually, no, there's like 600 kids in the school looking at me. And they're just all like, what's up? I'm like, yo, yo, yo. You know, connecting with these kids. We're fist bumping in the hallways as I'm walking down. They're like, the guy's here. And like, I'm like, do they, these kids even know who I am? I feel like I was a celebrity. Like, I walk in through the school, like, he's here. He's here. You know, these kids are high-fiving me in the hallway. It's hilarious. And then um, they start piling into the gym and, you know, I bring my DJ with me and we had the music going and, and they come in dancing and we just get these kids going and they're loving mm-hmm. it. And we get them lined up and I start talking to them and, you know, I start talking about kindness and what it is to be a leader, an example of kindness. And, you know, how can we demonstrate and show uh, the importance of lifting each other up and uh, and that kind of thing. What does that look like? So we started talking about that stuff and it was like a kind of like an engaging, you know, back and forth conversation, like a group conversation I was having with 600 kids. I'm like, this is awesome. And then uh, mm-hmm. we got into some yoga and then I gave them a little bit of meditation at the end, you know, and recapped our session, give them some things to think about. And at the end they're, you know, they're, crying they're hugging each other high-fiving each other we blast the music and we're partying you know just celebrating kindness and you know like some of the Mm -hmm. teachers recorded some of what was happening and then you know we posted that on our page and obviously a lot of schools started reaching out to us like hey we want to do the kindest tour and we're like like the kindest tour they're like yeah i'm like you what you did in geneseo i'm like oh yeah i'm like i guess it's called the kindest tour so we call it the kindest tour and we (laughs) you know developed it and uh, put some more curriculum uh, into it and, uh, you know, built that program. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's been pretty cool. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is we haven't been able to do it, obviously, this year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm but sure, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And when school's back in session, they're really going to be, you know, there's going to be a hunger for that. Once uh, school. Yeah. 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 And so how can someone get in touch with you? They want more information. Um, They, I know you have a Facebook page. Website. I do, I do, I do. Yes. Um, The number one. One way for people to get in touch with me is to hit me up on Facebook. Uh, send okay. me a message, and um, I usually immediately respond to my Facebook messages. Uh, just mm-hmm. being that's kind of how I run my business through social media, so I'm always on social media. Um, so that's the best way. You can check out my website, uh, my email, howardhealthquarters at outlook.com uh, is where you can find me there. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, on Facebook. And uh, I encourage all of our listeners to give Howard Health Quitters a like on Facebook. That means a lot. 
Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Erin, for joining me and uh, sharing your health journey and how you built your uh, business and how important uh, support is behind doing all these things. So I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lisa. I really appreciate you inviting me on to your podcast. It's been lovely talking to you, as always. And uh, I appreciate what you're doing in our community, too, and following you. So thank you for all that you're doing. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Tell Me Your Story podcast. You can find Aaron at howardhealthquarters.com and get in touch with him on Facebook at the Howard Health Quarters page. Be sure to visit lswellnessqc.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and sign up for our newsletter. Subscribe, rate, or leave a review at iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. Until next time, beautiful souls.